Amen. I believe that he is holy. As we greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope you had a great time on Sunday. And then about the way of life. Amen. How many were blessed on Sunday? Amen. So we, we traveled very well. We had a great time with Brother uh, Brian Naidu and his assembly. And they are passing their regards to you. And then we had a great time at Brother George Martin's church as well. Um, and so it's good to be back home. Amen. So as we travel, the, what gives you confidence is that the people at home are praying for you. Amen. Just checking whether you're praying for me as I move around. Amen. I solicit your prayers because, you know, when you move around, the church has got to pray for you uh, because as you move around, either you will conquer or be conquered. Amen. Uh, are we together? We live in a, in a spirit realm. Amen. Where the war is raging, so we must always, the best gift that you can give your pastor uh, is not to buy him a cake, but is to be on your knees for him. Amen. Uh, and you'll realize the more you pray for your pastor, the less you criticize him. The less you pray, the less you pray about your for your pastor, the more you criticize him. Do you see the equation? Amen. We are going to speak on the reversal garden, comma Getsman. The reversal garden. Amen. I'm just waiting for the brothers if they could give me. A feedback whether they are winning. The, I plan to introduce the title with a video, but I'm not sure whether I got. Maybe for, use the VCL to play the video. If you've got the VCL program. Just pray for Sister Winnie. She is recovering. The doctors have found out what the cause is. So we just solicit the prayers of the saints. Amen. And then just send her words of encouragement. And if you are able to pay a visit for her and have prayer, you are most welcome. We are not winning. Come again. There's no sound. Even on VCL, if we use VCL, we should have sound. Let's read the scripture while they get that one. You'll bear with me. It's not them, it's me. Uh, I did not come maybe with the right format for that video. Luke 22, verse 39. Luke 22, verse 39. I loved, I loved this scripture when I was reading it because the Bible says the disciples were fast asleep 
And Jesus went within the stone's throw to pray. And he prayed. And the prayer was captured here. Now, if Jesus, if they were asleep, and Jesus went further away from the rest of them and prayed, who had him pray? Who captured those words? You, you, see, you see, if you don't have faith and you want to prove everything, you are not going to be a believer's material. Hallelujah. Uh, the Holy Ghost inspired them to know the ways that Jesus uttered. Amen. But if you want to say who was with him when he prayed, uh, already we know you are not a believer. Uh, and then if you say, uh, when, 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 when that cloud appeared, where was Brother Brenham? We know you are not a believer. Amen. Uh, I think there's a brother that once came here that showed you when Philip was instructed to go where the Enoch was. The Enoch was. You remember the Enoch? Uh, the distance when you measure where Philip was and where the Enoch was, it, the distance is more like South Africa and England. 6,000 miles apart. But the spirit moved him to where the Enoch was. You've got to be a believer to believe these things. Amen. So if, if you approach God with intellectual conception, you are going to battle. The, uh, a believer was called to believe for things that they cannot explain. Amen. And if, if you fail to believe in such things, how are you going to believe when we say one day you are going to rapture? There's no scientific process that I can take you through that this cell is what is going to happen to this cell. But you've got to say, by faith, I believe it. Amen. Amen. Now, Luke 22, verse 39. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives. And his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. Amen. And he said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. As we bow our heads, Brother Chetty, if you can just come and lead us in prayer. Brother Terry, on my table, Amen. But our heads bowed. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, 
Lord, we are just so privileged this morning, dear God, to be found in your presence, dear God. Yes, dear God. You have made it, Lord, possible for us, dear God, that even this very day, dear God, we could have been lost in this world. We could have been such miserable creatures, dear God, striving and trying to make ends meet and just going insane like the rat race of this world, Father. Mm. We could have had so much of tensions, Father. We could have been, Lord, just oppressed, depressed, Father, mm. compressed, Father, by the pressures of this world, Father. Yes. But this night, Father, God, Lord, Though the anointing of that will presses upon our flesh, Father, mm. Lord, our souls are saved, dear God. Oh, yes. We are so free, Father God. Thank you, dear And because God. of that freedom, Lord Jesus, because of the rapturing faith within our soul, dear Lord, Lord, we just drawn into the house of God, Father. And we have sung, Father God, in your presence Lord, just came and vindicated, dear God, the words of inspirational songs, Father. Yes. But, oh God, Lord, there's a greater, uh, Father, preparation, dear God, that we have come unto, dear Lord Jesus, mm. is that the seed that must be planted, dear Lord. And if the seed is not planted, dear God, it won't give life, Father. We have entered, Father, from the outer courts, oh God, and we have come into worship, Father. And Lord, we are just now, Lord, into a more concentration and a consecration, Father, where the seed word could come. And Lord, just, Lord, like, like how Father Adam knew his wife, Father, mm. and the word could be born in the mangers of our hearts Thank as you, we Father. prepare, dear Lord Jesus. Mm. And that we do, dear God, we humble ourselves and we pray if there's any, Lord, anything that's not of thee, Father, Lord, we surrender, Father, and oh, Lord, and we even ask the word of God to come with the power and a demonstration, dear Lord Jesus. We, we believe in the miraculous oh, yes. healing, Father, Let it be Lord, so and, and we believe in all of that, Father, like we prayed for. Uh, Sister Winnie, dear Lord, and yes. we thank you for that, dear God, mm. but there's a greater healing, Father. The healing of our souls, dear Lord Jesus. Yes. Because you said, what is it to a man to gain the whole world, Father? How we would even get healed of cancer, dear Lord Jesus. Mm. And then die of cancer, Father. And yet go into heaven, Father. But there's a greater Lord Jesus. Mm. Lord, a place that we want to meet you in the pavilion, dear Lord Jesus. Mm. In that holy place, Father. In the inner courts, dear Lord Jesus. Yes. That our lives will be transformed. And we will take upon, Father God, Lord, the, the position that you have for each one of us mm. in our homes, in our lives life, oh, Lord, yes. in our workplaces, Father, mm. that, oh God, they would see nothing less than Jesus Christ manifested in flesh, dear mm. Lord Jesus, and how it starts right here, dear Lord, at the judgment, Lord, yes. right here, Father, at the house of God, Father, Lord, we must be judged. Each and every one of us, oh God, Father, many will be judged on that day, dear Lord Jesus. Mm. Many in this message will reject the word, Lord, and live their lives to their own ways and mm. their own will and contrary to this message, Father. Mm. But, oh God, we as the children of God this yes. morning, Lord, we desire to be judged this morning, Father. Mm. We have the heart of God, Father, this morning mm. and say, Lord, mold us. 
Break us. Shape us, dear Lord Jesus. Squeeze us, dear Lord Jesus. One gets Samini, Lord, this night, Father. Take away every muck and mire of this world, Lord. Help us, dear Lord Jesus. We are needy children, dear Lord Jesus. We're not looking for the, Lord, the great dynamics of the, uh, Lord, of the shoutings and the, and the jumpings and the emotions of the message, dear Lord Jesus. But, Lord, we're looking for that still small voice, oh God, oh, yes. when Elijah could look around in the thunders, look Father. around in all the great splendors, but, oh God, that still small voice that would come, dear Lord Jesus, and settle us down, dear God, and help us, dear Lord, to put us into a condition, Father, of a faith, Lord, that we could walk as the sons and the daughters of God in this hour, dear Lord Jesus. We love you. We appreciate you. We know that your presence is right here, dear God, oh, yes. in our midst, dear Lord. Help us to be enlightened, Father. Help us to be sensitive to that, dear Lord Jesus. Mm. Open our eyes, our spiritual eyes, dear Lord. Help us to recognize, Father, that the hour is late, dear Lord. Yes. Help us to recognize, dear Lord, that you're walking right amongst your believers, dear Lord. Help us to recognize, Father, that you are right here in our midst, Father. Help Mm. us to recognize that all we ever need, whether it's healing, Father, whether it's, Lord, a touch from heaven, Mm. whether whatever it is, Lord, the deep needs that no one will know, Father. Mm. Help us, Lord, to realize that it is right here, Father, Father. this night, O God, and we could take you by the faith, O God, that was given to us, Father. And we, if we don't have it, dear Lord Jesus, you're going to give it to us this night, Father. Mm. And we're going to hold on to the arms of the altar, Father, mm. and never let go, Father, till a blessing comes, Father. Anoint your servant this night, dear let Lord. So Help us to be sensitive to the move of God, dear Lord. Mm. Help us to pray for him while he preaches, dear Lord. Mm. Help us not to be relaxed, Father God. And Lord, move through the emotions, Father. And Lord, get our own idea, Father. Father, and become laxidaisical, Father God, in a Pentecostal move, dear Lord yes. Jesus. Like when they'll shout and they'll jump when the songs are on, Father. They'll be so vibrant, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, yes. But when the word comes, Father, they shun you away, dear Lord Jesus. Mm. Oh God, like how they love the prophet's ministry, dear Lord, when it was all about the outside, Father. But yes. when it came to the word, Father, dear Lord Jesus, only the bride of the Lord will Though the bride of Jesus Christ will be like Mary, Father, and say, Be it unto me, dear Lord Jesus. Help us, Father. We are needy children. We love you. Be with us this night, Father. Bless us and keep us, dear Lord. Bless your servant, dear Lord Jesus, that will stand in the gap for us this night, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, richly. God bless you. Amen. I said I want to speak on the reversal guiding. Reversal guiding gets man. Amen. Now, from the text that we have read here, we find out that Jesus was in agony. And remember, whatever Jesus went through, you've got to go through that. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, Sister Sharon. Good to see you. Whatever Jesus has gone through, 
you've got to go through the same thing. Are we together? So that means if Jesus had his own guestman, you've got to have your own guestman. Amen. But we will take you through that. Now, the Bible is a story of two gardens. And that is why I want to speak on the reversal garden. When you look at the Garden of Eden, that is where things went haywire. That is where the fall occurred. Hallelujah. That is where humanity was disconnected from the Almighty God. And that is why the prophet of God later says, you can see that it changed from being God's Eden. And in the end time, he called the entire world to be Satan's Eden. Amen. But remember, we are in Satan's Eden, but we will not partake of Satan's activities. Are we together? And uh, this gives me joy because I think, I think we are getting into a stage as the church of the living God where we are no longer apologetic to say we will not go with the things of the world. Hallelujah. We will not conform to the world's thinking. And we are not going to be apologetic about that. Now, when you look, uh, when you contrast the two uh, Getsman in Eden, uh, Adam took a fall. Hallelujah. But in Getsman, Jesus took a stand. Hallelujah. Uh, in, 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 and as a result of the Garden of Eden, or what transpired in the Garden of Eden, we lost our innocency. Hallelujah. But there is a promise that we will share in the victory that was attained in Getsman. Are you here, folks? Now, whatever went wrong in the Garden of Eden, Getsman was the process through which God went through to restore that. In Eden, uh, Adam hid from God. He was running away from God. But in Getsman, Jesus looked for God. In Eden, uh, Adam lost access to the tree of life, but in Getsman, Jesus made a way and gave us access to the tree of life. And I often made a phrase in this church the way by I said, he died more death in Getsman, and I took that statement from the prophet, he died more death in Getsman than on the cross. Are we together? And actually we can say he died in Getsman. The cross was just the evidence of his death. And that is where we are going to zoom in this evening, just to look at Getsman. Getsman comes after we have seen our Lord being uh, somewhat uh, betrayed. And after he was betrayed and after the last uh, meal was taken or the last supper was taken, then he was betrayed, and Getsman is the right way. He, he was in, in agony. He came under such intense pressure, and that is why you saw him bleeding, sweating blood. Brother Branham say it is as a result of intense stress. And a lot of times, medically speaking, they say you often experience that condition when death is imminent when you are about to face death. 
and they call that condition hematidrosis. Hallelujah. Which is the, uh, the, the body comes under such shock, under such intense stress or fear, maybe as a result of one facing death. And that is why you've got to know that Jesus was a man. But God was in Jesus the man. Hallelujah. The body is the one that prayed the prayer. If it were possible, let this car pass by. But at that moment, every hope, every healing, every forgiveness, and every whatever you can see, a lot of things were hanging on that moment when he was in Gatsman. Hallelujah. He literally had the shoulders of the entire world upon his shoulders in Gatsman. But he, remember the process how he came about. He had, he had to be rejected first. And he had to go through Getsman until the people in his inner circle did not even understand what he was going through. When he asked them to pray, they slumbered. Hallelujah. But he knew what was going to happen, and he was in a state of desperation. And I can tell you, you have never come to a point where you have been very sincere unless you have come to your own Getsman. Hallelujah. There are, uh, when you come into Getsman, your inner circle would not even know what you are going through. You are the one alone that know what you are going through. And when you are in Getsman, it calls for deeper sincerity. Hallelujah. When you are in Getsman, you don't waffle when you pray. You come into a state of desperation. And I don't know whether are there people that have ever had their own Getsman in the building. And actually, I would want to say you have never been tested as a believer unless you have made your way to Getsman. Unless you have overcome your own Getsman. Because the reason everyone has got to have his or her own Getsman, that means everyone that comes to God, they have got to die. Hallelujah. And if you have not had your own Getsman, you have not died to yourself. Are we together? Now, the prophet of God says here in this message, Communion, paragraph 46, when our blessed Lord in Getsman, when going there, when he, was to, when he was to be rejected at Jerusalem and the council was going to take his life, when the eternal destination of every soul that ever was or would be on the earth rested upon his decision. And folks, at Getsman, if Brother Brahma it rested on his decision, that means he had the choice to go through the process or to abandon the process. But my Bible says love constrained him to go through the process. That means on Getsman, he had you on his mind. And I'm glad there was Getsman. Because there would have never been forgiveness of sin without Getsman. There would have never been uh, 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 the healing of the bodies without Getsman. Are we together? And folks, let us never take that, uh, that moment for granted. Our sins were forgiven through that process. It was a painful process. It was a state of disorder. But the reason you are enjoying the spiritual order that you are enjoying, Jesus as a man, he had to go through a state of disorder. Are you here, folks? When the eternal destination of every soul that ever was or would be on earth rested upon his decision. Oh, how little mine was comparison to that. 
how little yours was in comparison to us. So that means you will have your getsman, but it will be incomparable for, to compare to what Jesus went through. Are we together? Such a pity that we can't stand to these little things. If Jesus was able to stand for Gethsemane, you know, you know the bit about the God that we serve, he would never expect you to overcome what he has never overcome. And the reason he had to become a man, he had to be hungry and still behave as a believer. He had to be opposed and still behave as a believer. He had to be hated and still behave as a believer. He had to be crucified and still behave as a believer. And how much more about you? That means every experience that you go through, there is no excuse to behave contrary to the way he behaved. Because Jesus was our example. Amen. So the prophet says, such a pity that we can't stand to these little things. But in that great crucial hour, until he suffered, knowing all things, until the water and blood separated in his body, and great drops of sweat like blood dropped from his brow. He died, I'm reading in the message, communion, paragraph 46, the one that he preached on the 18th of April, 1957. He died more death in Gethsemane than he did on the cross. Do you hear that statement? Hallelujah. He died more death in Gethsemane than he did on the cross. What happened in Gethsemane? Why would the prophet phrase it in this manner? Because Jesus, although he was in Gethsemane, he was still alive. But, God, but the prophet of the hour says, he died more death than on the cross. But when you trace Jesus died literally on the cross, it means that in Gethsemane, the brother Brandon, and I will read the quotations here, he says this anointing left him. The spirit left him. And I want to say, when the spirit of God leaves you, then a process of death commences. Hallelujah. Without the Holy Ghost, you are not alive. You may look like you are living, but you are not living. He died more death in Gethsemane than he did on the cross. He was just at the event of this, just before the great battle was to start, he took the communion. He brought his disciples together to talk over things with them. That's the way he does, you know. I just before the great battle of life starts, before the great battle of right and wrong begins to battle within us, God brings us to a Gethsemane. Are we together? And let me tell you something, folks. There is not even a single sermon that you have ever listened to in your entire life that is useless. I'll repeat that. There is not even a single sermon that you have ever listened to that is useless. Every sermon that God brought your way was necessary. It may look irrelevant at that given point in time, but God knows what lies ahead down the road. Are we together? Some of the sermons may, may be relevant where you are, but you only remember after a year that I remember this, pro, this sermon was preached at such and such place, and now you draw strength from the very sermon that was preached two years ago. Are we together? And look, we are in a prophetic ministry here. When we preach, we are preparing you for something that may happen 10 years down the line. And that is why if I were you, I would say, God, I just want to soak myself with your weight because I don't know what lies ahead on the journey of life. But whatever comes my way, I had much better be prepared. 
Hallelujah. God knows the way, folks. He has traveled this way before. He knows the end before the beginning. And if I was you, I would say, God, let me, I will follow you wherever you lead me. Are we together? Amen. It's like a, a mother giving a baby uh, a certain type of food. Later on, you only realize that you were building the immune system of the baby, and had you not done that, and that is why I was telling other people that there is a difference between a bottle preacher and a, a breast milk preacher. Amen. There is a difference between a bottle milk preacher and as well as a breast milk preacher. A bottle, a bottle milk preacher, he only takes the bottle and feeds you. But the breast milk preacher, he allows the someone that is going to preach to you to go through his system first. Hallelujah. A milk, a, 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 a bottle milk preacher only reads to transmit the nose to the church. But a breast milk preacher, he wants to absorb that it must go through the system first. And let me tell you something. Every preacher, and that is why I always get nervous whenever somebody enters a ministry. It's a great thing, but it's a dangerous zone. Because every sermon that you are going to preach, you are going to be tested on that sermon. Hallelujah. And now, with some of you, you wonder why preachers backslide. It's because a lot of times, some are ill-prepared for the ministry. Because uh, the devil is not going to stand here and allow you just to preach every sermon. Uh, we've got archives. He will go for the sermon that I went, maybe I preached in 2012. And he will just pick up that sermon, go through it, and say, the test will come from this sermon that this man preached. So you had much better be, and it's not only for the preachers, even you as a church, the devil will go into the archives and say, you were there in that conference, and he pulls that sermon, and he brings it, and he puts you through a test, because remember, as you were testifying, encouraging the people, are you here, people? Have you realized that you that often encourage people are the ones that suffer most? Hallelujah. Because the devil wants to test you. He knows that if I make you stumble, I'll make other people stumble. That's why when it comes to the matters of God, you've got to be serious. But I want to tell you, there is always glory after the trial. Don't look at the trial. The trial is temporal. The trial has never been eternal. Once you have gone through eternal, there is a victory that has got to be attained. And if I were you as a believer, I would say, how can I testify unless there is a trial? How can I have a testimony unless there is a trial? How can I have a message unless there is a mess? Everything is about a process, folks. Amen. Amen. But I was telling somebody that the believers in the end time, you know, you know, uh, when we were still young uh, and you watch a movie, uh, uh, some of us who used to be impatient will fast forward to the movie. You want to get to the action. Uh, I hate it whenever I watch the movie, they say, uh, 
25 years before. I say 25 years before. When are we going to get to 25 years later? Then you fast forward to the move because you want where the movie is about to a climax. And that is the generation, our generation is like that. They don't love the process. They love where things climax. Are you here, business people? They only love when you see, they see you driving down the road with a beautiful car. But they don't want to know how many times you were sitting there and you couldn't balance the books. Everything could not balance. Are you here, folks? And if you are not willing to stay with the process, you are not going to enjoy the end product. The people that are amount to something is the people that go through the process. Are you here, folks? And young men, hear me out. We are not going to spring bought you into the ministry. You've got to go through the process. Because if we make you bypass certain stages, we will kill you spiritually. Sometimes we make you wait there, not because we don't see the gift, but because we allow God to build a character. And that is why I'm talking about Gatsman. Gatsman is about the process. But Calvary was the end product when he said it is finished. But you will never get to Calvary before you go through Gatsman. And every believer must go through Gatsman before you get to the victory day. And I say, God, I thank you for the process because it builds my character. Why, even before I get there, God has got the... God God could have said to the Israelites, by one word, he could have said, let them disappear in Egypt and appear in Canaan. It would have happened. But why did he allow them to go through 40 years we have realized that he who never went through the process lacks appreciation. Are you here, folks? Anything has got a process, folks. You can never bypass the process. Even redemption process has got a process. You've got to be justified. You've got to be sanctified. You've got to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And if you try to bypass that, then you are going to have a problem. You'll be a believer that is without a character. On every wind of doctrine that comes, or every temptation that comes, you are the very first one to fall. Even in military, they don't just take a new recruit and say, you're going to be in charge as a general. When you see a man having those badges here, you must know and they say, this is the five-star general. He has gone through a process. And as I'm speaking right here now, some of you are going through a process. But if I were you, I'd say, God, let me go through the process. I know there will be a five star that you will put on me and say, I am a general. But you can never trust me till you put me through a process. Folks, let us never be shaken in our trials. Our trials are here to make us to be stronger. And if I were you, I say, God, I thank you for this trial. Who would you have trusted this trial with me? You trusted me because you knew in me there is a capacity to be able to withstand whatever I've got to go through. And you know I've got a DNA of victory. It makes you not to have fear. Amen. Are we together? And our Lord Jesus Christ, he came into Gatsman until he himself the one that never knew sin the one that never sinned had mind battles must I carry on 
must I stop? And as he was having mind battles, when he was in that intense pain, until blood and, and water, or until he sweated blood. And right there, as he felt discouraged, remember, he had some of the disciples that he said, Terry here. He left with the three and said, Terry here. They all slept. He alone had to go through a trial. You alone has got to go through a trial. And some of the trials, the, God designs them so that even the pastor has got no ability to enter your trial. Hallelujah. And sometimes we are careful as pastors. We don't want to interrupt when God builds your character. Amen. And Jesus, while he was there, then he was in agony. And as he was in agony, this pressure, and that is why Getsman, is the video on, brother? You are not winning. Okay. But you don't have the voice. You've got the picture. I, uh, it's fine. Let's get to the picture. I will narrate so that I just want to get the meaning of Getsman. Because it means olive press. Amen. Don't worry. This is a tour guide in Israel. If we can't get it to Israel physically, we'll get there via the video. Amen. This is the show. Around November and December is the time when they harvest olives. And they will gather the olives. And once they've gathered the olives, there's a place that they call the oil press, the olive press. They've got that big stone, and they would have a donkey that will pull that stone around, and they will throw the olives there, and the pressure of that stone. As the donkey is moving around, it's busy crushing the olives. And when olives are crushed, it turns into something like a paste. And they've got a basket. They will take the paste and they will throw them into the basket. And once they've put them in the basket, they are going to take them through what they call them the, the, the oil press. This is where it's coming to, where you've got the stones. And they say they need to press them three times. The first time when they press them, it brings out a beautiful a quality olive, which was to be taken to the temple, which was to be given to God. You remember? Then the second one, which was of lesser quality, and that is why we only give God the best. We don't give God the second hand. And then whatever was of less quality, they were going to take it and use it for perfume, use it for cooking. And the third one that was not was of poor quality, they would take it and use it to light the candlesticks in their own households. Are we together? But it had to be 
crushed three times. And no wonder Jesus, when he went to Gethsemane, he prayed three times. Are we together? And that is why he had to be crushed. Because had he not been crushed, we would have never gotten the oil. Because the oil symbolizes the Holy Ghost. Are we together? Through the crushing of the Jesus, now you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And the baptism of the Holy Ghost that you have received is a quality product. And that is why the oil that they took and gave it to the priest in the temple, they used to light the menorah with it. Hallelujah. Which tells you that the Holy Ghost will always follow the light of the hour. You cannot say you've got the Holy Ghost without following the light of the hour. Did you get that one, folks? Amen. I hope it made sense to you. Now, the prophet of God says in the message, it is the rising of the sun. Paragraph 241. He says that the spirit left him in the garden of Gethsemane. He had to die a man. Remember, friends, he didn't have to do that. That was God. Jesus was God made flesh. But as long as God was in Jesus, Jesus was not going to die. But the God had to bring the body to Gethsemane. And when he brought the body to Gethsemane, God left the body. Because had he not left the body, the body would have never died. And that is why when the body reached the cross, the body cried and said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God left the body. We are not worshipping the body, but we worship the one that was in the body. Are we together? The body is a sacrifice. God had to lead him all the way to Calvary for as a perfect sacrifice. He didn't have to do that. God anointed that flesh which was a human flesh. And if you would have gone up there as God, you would have never died that kind of death. You can't kill God. As long as God is in you, the devil will never kill you. You don't die because somebody has been careless. You die because it's your time. There is nothing in God is the one that giveth life. And God is the one that taketh away life. Oh, folks, life is not in the hands of a man. Life is in the hands of God. If the time has come for you to go, you may be surrounded by the best specialist, but it's time for you to go. I don't worry about what is around me. I worry who is inside me. Because that is critical. A lot of times we worry that, eh, do I have a specialist? Do I have a cover for this? Yes, you've got to do that on a human level. But the greatest of them all you need to worry is God in me. When the time comes, am I ready? And folks, when God is in you, you can face anything. When God is in you, you can face anything. When God was in them, they faced the Red Sea. When God was in them, they faced the giants. When God was in them, they went into the fire. When God was in them, they went into the lion's den. I don't care what is happening. As long as God is in you, you can face any trial. We need not to fear, folks. We worship the almighty God. Brother Bram said, our God loves a showdown. And that means he's going to put you into trouble to bring a show down so that you can testify. And I say, God, bring the show down. As long as you are part of the show down, I know I'm a shot of victory. Never be shaken. Amen. But remember, Brother Brunham says, remember, 
He went there with you in him. In the message, the seed shall not be the hare with the shark. Brother Bram says, when he was the Logos, he said the Logos has got a part, is the bride. And he says God had never separated the bride from the Logos before. They were separated on the cross. So whatever Jesus, whatever Christ was, and every process that he went through, you were there. When he walked on the shores of Galilee, Brother Branham says, you were in him. That's why he said, but remember, he went there with you in him. When he was there in agony in Gethsemane, you were there in him. See, God had never separated the bride from the groom yet. So when he, when God looked down upon the body of Christ, he saw both male and female. In the Garden of Eden, when God looked down at Adam, he saw both male and female. And later God had to separate them through that divine operation. And you, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when God looked down at that body, that is why if you ever doubt that Jesus ever existed, you are not his child. Because those that are his children, they were in him. When he was going through the agony, now it brings an answer to why when he, with the disciples, when they went, when they slept, and he went further away from them within a stone's throw and prayed alone there, how did the, anyone capture that? It's because you and I, we were in him when he prayed that prayer. Are you folks? And in the end time, Brother Brenham says on Sunset Mountain, you and I, we were together there. Did you hear that one in the cell? We were there. That is why no one will ever change certain things from us because we are part in this redemptive process. Amen. And it says, it was all redeemed in that one body. They are one, same weight. The same weight spoke of the groom, speaks of the bride. Amen. Amen. But in Gethsemane, it was a place where he had to deny himself. In Gethsemane, it's a place where there is a conflict between uh, your will and God's will. In Gethsemane, it's a struggle. It's like a dilemma. Which route must I follow between my personal one and as well as God's will? And right there, depending on what type of a seat you are, Gethsemane is where we test the material. It's a place where you've got to be crushed so that we know what is in you. Brother Brenham said you don't know a man until you bring him under pressure. Pressure brings out a, a real man. Pressure brings out a real woman. When people, some of them come under pressure, they will even curse at you. I say, goodness, is this, is, is it a sister? Is it a brother? Yes, they were fine. They sang amazing grace. They glorified God. But the pressure was not there. But when you bring them under pressure, but if there is a seat of God right in the midst of pressure, they say, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Gatsman is about bringing out 
who you are. And he was crushed. But right there, Brother Bram says, he had the power to call angels, but he did not call them. Because had he called the angels to rescue him, you tonight would not be sitting in church. You tonight would not be redeemed. You tonight would not be living above sin. And how do you appreciate? How do you appreciate? You would never, Brother Bram say, you would never be able to appreciate who I am till you empathize, till you come into my shoes. And the reason today we appreciate the cross is because we know the experience. We have had our own Gatsman. We have had a, a moment where there was mind battle. Which one is the will of God? Which one is the will of a man? And let me tell you, when you really love God, there's going to be that constant battle. Every time that you want to do, you say, is it God's will or is it my will? But if you're not a believer, you don't care. You just wake up and do things. But when you are a believer, you want to say, let us check what God says about it first. Are we together? And right in Getsman, Brother Brenham said, he died more death in Getsman than on the cross. And I'm saying many sins were forgiven in Getsman. Many souls were given access to the tree of life in Getsman. Getsman was God restoring what went wrong in the Garden of Eden. Uh, in Gatsman, Jesus took a stand against sin when in Eden, Adam took a fall. God bless you, Rich. Amen. Let's just stand to our feet. I don't know whether we can sing this song. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? There is a cross for everyone. You've got to bear your own cross, folks. If he was despised, you've got to be despised. If he was hated, you've got to be hated. If he was rejected, you've got to be rejected. But rejection never made him to lose the essence of who he was. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? Started properly. Amen. Give us a key, my brother. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? Must Jesus bear the cross
As Jesus bear the cross alone, let's repeat it. a cross for you. If there is a cross for you, there is victory for you. Ashamed of my cross. Precious cross. Before you can be regarded as the a perfect end product. Amen. Savior, Savior. Amen. Brother Grace will just step to the fore and wrap up in prayer for us. Savior, Savior,
gates and close our eyes. If you've got a need in your heart, it can just indicate by raising your hand, our brother will remember your request. There is nothing impossible before God. I need to boldly announce that. There is nothing impossible with God. What is impossible with men is possible with God. You've got to believe. Desires, O oh Lord, burdens, and everything that you brought to you, Lord Jesus. You, the only one who sees everywhere and nowhere. Oh God, sometimes we go through situations that beyond even our understanding. But now you just spoken, oh Father, Lord. Oh God, that every one of us has to go through gates, man, oh Father. Where, Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to forget about everyone, oh Lord Jesus. Face ourselves, oh God. Through trials and temptations, oh God, you bring in, oh Father, the best oh, yes. in our, in the, the best of ourselves, oh God. We thank you for such a sermon. We thank you, oh Lord Jesus, for, for the time even that we spent in your presence, oh God. Yes. We pray that you always be with us, oh Father. When we go through that uh, difficult and hard time, oh Father, help us to remember that you went through that before us, oh Lord Jesus. And because you conquered, O oh Lord, we're going to conquer as well. So the Bible says we more than conquerors in you, Jesus. There's nothing new down on earth, O oh Lord. You went through everything so that we can come and stand still. So that we can rise our hand, O oh Lord, and say victory is in our hand, O oh God. We bless your name, Lord Jesus, for such a message. We pray that you help us, O oh God, keep it in our hearts. As we're going to go to our respective places, O oh God. Help us meditate upon this word, O oh Father. Give us more strength, O oh Lord, to pray even when things are so dark. Give us, O oh Father, more strength, O oh Lord, to pray, O oh Lord Jesus, and understand that no one could have taken our place, O oh Lord Jesus Christ. You know why everyone has to go through what, O oh God. Exactly. That's why we thank you, Lord, for everything that come our way, O oh Father, Lord Jesus. We praise your name, O oh Father, Lord. Place even the vessel that you use for us, our pastor, oh yes. giving him back to you, God. He has lost virtue and all, Father. You, the one that restores you, Father, Lord. We commit everything into your hand, oh Lord. Be with us, oh Father, as we're gonna go out up until we meet again, Father, Lord. When trials and temptation will come, oh God, help us stand still, oh God. Father, Lord, we've got no excuse, oh Father, to give up. Because you never gave up, oh Lord. Oh, yes. Even our prophet, Brother Branham, came. He went through a lot. He never gave up, oh Father. So there's no gap, oh Lord, for us to get any excuses. We're going to stand. We're going to fight it, oh yes. Lord. Yes. take us home, oh Father, Lord. Thank you. Father. We thank you for the sermon. We thank you for everyone that made it, oh Father, Lord, to church. Because we believe that we're not going to go house the very same way we came in. Yes. We came in, oh Lord, with things. And now we changed and now we are blessed, oh Father Lord. Thank you. There was anyone, oh Father, who came in, oh Father Lord, with any sickness. We believe that you are Jehovah Rapha. Oh Father Lord, by your stripes we hate, oh God. 
We believe in your word, oh Father, Lord. Be with us till we meet again. We commit all into your hand. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the tie that binds us. God bless you. Salud. 
gives us inward pain. Thank you, Father.